we ended up connecting through, you know, I do coaching, consulting with SBBC. You're, you got in touch with them and they connected me with you. They were like, you know, this guy's doing some boxing thing in, in Newark here and he needs some help. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we did a call first and we were, we were on the call. I think we were on for a couple of hours because it, it, was, it was good. Uh, and you were, you were impressive, but, you know, I think one of the things we talked about you know, well, a couple of the key things we talked about is focus. Um, you know, we talked about that you had potential to be bigger than you thought you had. Mm -hmm. And you had to not be afraid of it and plan on it and move towards it and prepare for it. And also to focus on profit. Because yeah, you know you've true. got a nonprofit, had money, but you were dwindling it down, and make sure you're making money because you can't help people from a position of weakness. You have right. to be strong and make money so that you can do the nonprofit the way you want to. So you have the clarity to think too, so you're not pressed all the time. Yeah. As well. So we talked a little bit about mindset, and you were talking about um, you know a book you read, a few things. Tell me what. Yeah. You so you know one of the things I've that's really helped my success uh, this year is, you know, that positive mental attitude. And, uh, you know, I, I got a business coach and one of the things he put me on was this book called The Big Leap by an author named Gay Hendricks. And it talks about the upper limit problem. Now, so many people have this upper limit problem, like they're scared of success um, or whenever things are going well, they're always looking for something to go wrong. Um, you know, and they have these limiting beliefs. So for me, the longest time was, you know, I went to the Naval Academy. My undergrad was in history. I got out the military and moved to Newark to start an inner city boxing gym. A lot of my peers are going to some of the best business schools in the world, the Harvard Business Schools and uh, the University of Pennsylvania, Warden and all these different stuff. You know, so, you know, my limiting belief was maybe I'm not smart enough, you know. Maybe I'm not smart enough to go to one of these schools and I'm not smart enough to get a good score on the GMAT and I'm not smart enough to build a company from the ground up. And you know, you kind of listen to this book and read this book and it tells you that that's a common thing that people feel. And it's really just a limiting belief. It's not true. But right. because people believe it to be true, they walk and act like it, right? And so your, your, your reality creates what's in your mind. And so you know, reading this book, it taught me about this concept of the different zones that so many people live in. You know, first is the zone of uh, incompetence. Next is zone of competence. Then you have your zone of excellence and you have your zone of genius. And most people spend their life living in their zone of excellence. Like they're good at the job, but it's not like their, their real passion. It's not like the best thing they're in the world at. And they can never really truly express themselves and their work never reflects that because they're only operating in their zone of excellence. But when you're in your zone of genius, it's like mass, it's like magic, you know? You, no one can compete with you in it. Like you're your fullest version of yourself and you can uh, just be who it is you want to be. Um, and so really just kind of like understanding that and trying to avoid some of those limiting beliefs. You know, first is identifying them. So having that self-awareness so you can see it instead of you're just like walking around with it in your mind and then really just pushing past it and learning how to uh, really go after stuff and start putting that, that stuff away. You know, for me, even in Newark with the Ironbound Boxing brand, you know, I think for a little bit, maybe I was scared to shine, you know, mm -hmm. because I'm new to this. I'm not from Newark. I moved there. We started this program, we were getting a lot of success, it was making people feel uncomfortable. So then, you know, you're like, well, you know, let me tone it down a little bit versus just saying, you know, forget it, right? 
why are we going to shortchange our kids because I'm making people work harder? You know, yeah. people start to see you uh, grind and they start to see you making success um, and it kind of makes them feel uncomfortable because they're like, damn, what am I doing with my job? Or, what, you know, maybe I'm not doing as much. And so people have a tendency to either, one, pick your brain, hey, man, really love what you're doing, or they try to cut your back in. Was, is that, that's what they say in Newark, that stab you in the back, kick your back in. Okay. And I think that, was a, that bothered me for the longest, but now I'm like, I don't care, right? I'm going to keep doing what we do, and I'm not going to let anybody stop us. Right, and, you know, like you said, a lot of people have a ne negative outlook, and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, they expect something negative happen, and it does. Right. Or they expect not to be successful or not. And, you know, I like the zone of genius because when you are doing the thing that you're that matches you, yeah. like you said, nobody can touch you. But, you know, a lot of people, a lot of business owners think they're in their zone of genius before they really are. And really, you know, it's, it's not something you can do in a year yeah. or two years. It, it's a process. And actually, you know, one... I, I don't remember the guy's name, but, you know, he laid out that really you need 10 years of doing something to be an expert. Right. And, and it's learning every day 10 years, not just doing the same thing every day for 10 years. This is actually my 11th year in the business and, you know, learned so much every day, every week, every month and every year. And... You know, now through the new business, small businesses like a pro, I'm able to share many of those learnings from having worked side by side individually with over 500 business owners and entrepreneurs. So we don't have too much time left, but what do you see as the future? Where are you going over the next year or two? So we, uh, you know, this past Monday, we recently launched our e-commerce store. Mm -hmm. So it's just the first version of it. But we, these, these iron-bound boxing hoodies, this is going to be, this is our main go-to-market product, mm -hmm. and we're going to sell 10,000 of these things. And we're going to be building an e-commerce brand that is, uh, that is for those people to express their love, appreciation, and passion for the sport of boxing. Mm -hmm. And early boxing, the, entrepreneur, the, the amateur boxer, you know, the guy going into the gyms with, the hopes, with hopes and dreams, you know. Uh, one of my goals is, I don't know if you're familiar with Jamie Diamond, CEO of J.P. Morgan, yep. right? I could care less if a professional boxer wears my hoodie. I want Jamie Bi Diamond rocking an Ironbound boxing hoodie in his, in his gym. You know, that's what we're thinking about. We're thinking about new people that know the benefits of training like a boxer, that uh, want to be a part of a brand that actually represents that. And, you know, that's where I see the potential for the Ironbound boxing e-commerce brand. Um, and then just, you know, we're going to, on the for-profit side, we're going to dominate the, the boxing wellness industry. If there's any company in the New York City metro area, to be honest, nationally, that has any kind of on-site boxing program, it needs to be run through Ironbound Boxing, right? right. And uh, that's, where I, that's where I see us. Okay. And then obviously, funding low-income boxing, pro boxing programs in low-income communities all across the country. Okay. I encourage everybody out there to get your Ironbound sweatshirt. You said if anywhere that has a boxing program, they should have Ironbound. Actually, anywhere who has a corporate wellness program yeah, should, should have bring you in. Thank you, Michael, for joining me today. I look forward to great things. We'll definitely be keeping up. All right, awesome. Thanks. All right, thanks.
that was a great interview with Michael Stedman. Thank you for joining us today. Please make sure to tune in next week when we talk with Hilda Mera, co-owner of SNA Auto Repair in Newark, New Jersey. Our conversation is focused on how adjusting her pricing strategy increased profitability. Yay! If you are looking to grow your revenue, increase your profit, or obtain financing for your business, I invite you to visit our website, www.smallbusinesslikeapro.com. On the website, you have access to valuable resources, tools, and connections that will help you to grow. Again, that's www.smallbusinesslikeapro.com. Until next time, remember that the more you know, the faster you grow. Yeah.